Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the Gamers Without Borders podcast. I am your co-host, Judge Greg, and joining me, as always, in the big chair is Nick. Nick! Hello. I did the intro today. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, for, the, for those very confused, my voice hasn't dropped about five octaves, and I've not aged some years. Uh, what we I, did... I appreciate you keeping that general. I really yep, do. I did not want to play Guess Greg's Age less than 30 seconds into the beginning of an episode. Yep, good call, good call. Yeah, yeah. But no, the reason for that, for those of you that may have forgotten this because of our famously erratic schedule, is that last episode we we kind of went massively off topic. We didn't really... We rambled on about all sorts. And people seem to like that on the whole. Yeah, we got a lot of positive feedback, specifically about us just going completely, completely uh, crazy. I mean, I wouldn't say crazy, yeah. but we were just... We just we just went off on any old topic that came into our head and yeah. people seem to really respond to that part of it. Definitely, so definitely. yeah, it, we just kind of thought, well, I mean, why put all that work into a script if people would rather us just ramble on about any old thing? Yeah. This probably will be just kind of a one-off experiment, but because so many of you were happy, we are literally going completely unscripted. Uh, we have no show notes or anything. So like, even when this episode goes up, it'll look a bit different because there won't be uh, any show notes to look at. Uh, the, even we don't know where this is going to go as we've been saying on Twitter we hope that we've got some community questions we've got no idea what they're going to be or if we have any so yeah this is a real step into the unknown yeah this is uh, this is different I mean uh, there's only maybe one topic I know we're going to cover because I, I teased it on Twitter yeah, yesterday yeah. or the day before and everyone was was really into that so so yeah. we are gonna we are gonna talk about the the new Life is Strange bonus episode. Yeah. But other than that, I have no idea what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. I, I normally I, got the show notes out in front of me. I got nothing right now. Yeah, exactly. One funny thing I will mention is, and we're not jumping straight into news, and I'm not sure how much this discuss it, but it did make me laugh that the week we decide to do an unscripted episode is the week Nintendo does a Nintendo Direct with some of the biggest announcements of the year, and it's like, oh, that's just bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, unscripted episode. And you know what? People yeah. should be happy they're getting at least more than one episode this quarter of the year, honestly. Yeah, yeah. This 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 fiscal quarter, is, we're doing well. Projections are up. <laughs> Our shareholders will be very well pleased. Yes. <laughs> but no, uh, fine. Let's get things going. I've not been playing a huge amount. Really, the most recent game I've been playing is uh, Grand Theft Auto V, oddly. I bought it again on PS4, but I doubt anyone particularly wants to hear me talk about a game that's now like five years old. Uh, so as with most things, especially with Greg's here, it's more kind of television and film. I've been on a big Marvel kick. Uh, so I saw Black Panther recently. Oh, I, I, you know, I still need to see that. I've, I'm dying. I, I really need to see. I've, I, yeah. I, I just went, came back from vacation. So I've been, yeah. uh, I've been to, to Florida and, mm. and did the Disney thing because yeah. ironically, I remember the first time I ever came on this, this show when I was, I was Way just a, a, a mere co-host then. Yeah. Not even a co-host, a guest, guest. host. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had just come back from Disney, so it felt fitting that for our first unscripted episode, I I'm also just talking about a, a Disney trip I just came back from. Yeah. So for those keeping track of the Games Without Borders internal universe, that's a nice bit of symmetry for you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um... but yeah, I, I was really hoping I could get to see it while I was on vacation, but. Yeah, uh, you know the best laid plans and all that. It just never, never came to be. So yeah, I would, I, I would definitely I recommend it. And this was me as someone who came out of Thor Ragnarok, a film that seemingly everyone loved. I won't say disappointed, but I came out of that with very mixed feelings. So to come out of Black Panther and to have really loved it and feel that it's one of the best MCU films in a while was a really nice change of pace, really. Yeah, I everyone seems to really love it and I and I mean everyone because there's there are some people who are going to love any movie that has a superhero in it. And yes. there are people that are going to go see it regardless and I like to call them the Justice League crowd. <laughs> and then and then there are people who are just they they have a higher standard and I those people are the ones who seem to like this movie. So I am Yeah. I am excited. I I didn't even get to see Thor Ragnarok. I was legitimately surprised when I was grocery shopping yesterday and I walked by the DVD section and Thor Ragnarok mm. was sitting there. Yeah, it's... Like I said, not, not a bad film. I think I talked about this on the last episode, but it's just... Personally, I felt it was an odd direction for it to go and obviously I understand that different directors have different styles, but I almost felt that film would have improved if you take Thor out of the title in a way and, and don't tie it so 
directly into the Thor branch because it didn't really fit as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the the look and feel of it was definitely and I'm I'm only talking from previews. I haven't seen it yet, although I have a chance to go buy it now and watch it at home, so that's yeah. probably going to happen. But the look and feel of it felt a little more Guardians of the Galaxy-ish than it did yes. a Thor film. Yes. But I would say, given that um, the second Thor, and I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, uh, the, the Dark the second, World. What, what was it? Thor the Dark World. Oh, that's a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I I didn't like that at all, and I felt that was sort of a... That didn't have a very good direction, and it didn't really have a very consistent feel to it, and yeah. honestly, a little bit too much Cat Dennings, so... Yeah, definitely. I, I think a new direction was very welcome. Yeah, and it's interesting, I, I saw a, um, an interview with Chris Hemsworth, and they were asking, because he's near the end of his broader Marvel contract, whether he'd keep going, and he kind of made a kind of sly comment saying he'd got pretty bored... And that because Thor Ragnarok went in such a different direction, it kind of like revitalized him. And it's kind of he kind of was saying, "Well, I'm up for doing future films as long as we go in different directions with them." Yeah. So I mean, I I think there are certain ways you can get around having some of these actors in. Now, I've I've yeah. kind of decided that I want to go with the uh, the just replace them when they're done and don't even acknowledge it. Don't even give it the the lip service you gave, you know, Rhodey. Just yeah, now they, it's a they, new actor. They gave nothing for Rhodey, did they? There was there was a little bit of a of a reaction when I think it was the first time that yeah. Don Cheadle walked walked on set. Well, you, they 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 gave like yeah. the slightest winky nudge to hey, it's me, I'm here, just deal yeah. with it. That, yeah, that is true. So, but I don't even think you do that. I think you just replace people because otherwise. Otherwise, what happens is you get into this Ben Affleck yo-yo. Oh, dear. We've where... already got there in less than, like, five minutes. Yeah. Oh, dear. But, I mean, still, this is the, this this yeah. is still a news thing. Yeah. I've, I've talked yeah. about this on, on my other podcast, Hero Talk, so many times because this story keeps coming back, and it keeps coming back. And I was on vacation reading updates on whether or not Ben Affleck is going to do any more DC movies or play Batman anymore. They were wondering whether or not they even had a director for, for the Batman. They had to get a, a whole new, I mean, Joss Whedon left Batgirl, so that's probably good. And then, you know, they finally got somebody on board for directing the flash. But I mean, it is, it is a soup sandwich over there at DC yeah. comics. And about the only positive news to come out of there lately has been that in the Shazam movie, Zachary Levi looks exactly Exactly like the the Captain Marvel in the comics. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, my only other Marvel news is I finished the Punisher, and I would say I in particular really enjoyed it. And those last two episodes in particular are some of the best stuff Marvel's put out. Because to be brutally honest, like it's brutal and it's gory, but it it, it has weight to it. Like, I sometimes think when you see gore in uh, Game of Thrones springs to mind, it's kind mm -hmm. of done just for the sake of doing it, and they know they can get away with it because it's on HBO. Right. Whereas, in the, the only way I can think to put it is, like, in The Punisher, you saw this gore and it almost hurt. There were times when I was wincing and thinking, oh, this this, this is almost to my edge, and that was that was good. And I think, as we've always said, it was, it was giving John Bernthal the platform that he needed, and, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed mm -hmm. that yeah i mean punisher is a character i have seen trying to think uh three other people play him in live action tom jane mm -hmm. dolph lundgren and ray stevenson mm -hmm. and quite frankly none of those other three actors as talented as they may be really gave punisher any weight to his character yeah and and john bernthal i didn't even get to because in all those other ones you get to i think you get to see or at least get to be reenacted some way that his family being killed and his internal mm. reaction to it and i felt nothing and john yeah. bernthal just talking about what happened was mm. more emotionally powerful than any other movie is able to do and yeah. so you had john bernthal just sitting and talking for about 10 minutes and you got yeah. a stronger establishment of, of the Punisher's character and motivation and emotional state than yeah. you did in, you know, 90 minutes of, of previous films. And mm -hmm. so I think I think this is the character that you you let this actor play and you, you 
for as long as you can because he he gave the Punisher more weight than you know the crazy shell shocked veteran, which is not a yeah. trope I appreciate. No. And in no. fact, I was very appreciative when in the second season of Daredevil, where the character's introduced, he was very clear that don't you don't call me PTSD veteran. Don't say that that's what this is. That's yeah. not what this is. That's not who I am. Don't do that to them. Yeah, I will, which I will was say, an extremely powerful scene. So I mean, yeah. not not only does it make do I like the character and how he's presented, but when he was presented and he does he says something that very distinctively says it, it shows reverence for the people who are affected by the tropes that have been used in the Punisher before, and yeah. it says, "Hey, th- this is not what we're trying to do. Punisher is is something else entirely." And that was very yeah. appreciative. Without going into spoilers, and I'll keep it general, I will say that through other characters, they they do openly and heavily discuss PTSD and the, the, the issues they're in. And obviously I, I can only speak from a certain perspective, but I felt it was dealt with, with a certain weight. You may disagree when you go around to watching it, but I think you are right that I think that's sometimes a trope that can be used flippantly. And I think at the, at the very least, from my perspective, they treated it in the right way and actually used it to tell an interesting story as opposed mm-hmm. to just using it as a get out in a sense. Good. I, uh, yeah, I was actually in uh, the PlayStation Two era. There was a Punisher video game that was that was really quite fun. But yeah. there was his PTSD was not only was was it front and center, but it was a game mechanic Ooh. that like you hit a button and you triggered. I don't remember exactly what they called like flashback mode. Yeah, and so it's basically he starts having flashbacks of Nam, and it, it's. And then while he's doing that, he's going crazy and like he hears crying in the background, but he's invulnerable and he can move super fast and he can kill people with one hit. Oh. And it just, it, it really felt icky to kind of see that that was yeah. what they're like. Oh, look, his, his shell shock has given him super strength now. I'm like, oh, okay, guys, that's, yeah, that's, that's not, not cool. That's not yeah. really make light of something that's a really no. serious issue. And there are other ways you could have got that mechanic in and given a, uh, yeah, and avoided that problem, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so. lastly, I have started and literally just started on two hours in the second season of Jessica Jones. Uh, so There's a second I, season I, I of Jessica really Jones? too much on that. Yeah. Seriously, Sorry. is there a second season of Jessica Jones that I didn't know about? Is that out? Is that a thing? Yeah, it, it, well, it literally came out this week. I think it was like okay. March the 5th it came out. Oh, so okay. So I was on vacation. So that's why I had no. Yeah. You yeah, you just no. said that, and I'm like, wait, what? Are you, what are you talking about? What? Yeah. What magic no, is this? That no. Jessica Jones doesn't have a second season. Yes, it does. But no, it was quite <laughs> weird, quite weird because yeah, it came out last week to a relatively little amount of fanfare. Like I was aware that it was coming, but yeah. The, yeah, the that's, that is a little mm. amount of fan. I mean, considering how successful the first season was, and that Defenders and Punisher mm. both came out with a fairly decent yes. amount of fanfare, that's surprising to me. Mm. And I think the interesting thing is that I, I have, I think from what I've read, the general arc of this season is going to look more into her origin. So it's quite interesting that even though this is the second season, it's going to take kind of the more traditional first season arc. So, yeah, I think, you know, I, think, I like that. Yeah. Be- because so, I, I think we've seen the origin stories played out so many different times because superhero movies are a big thing. And the first movie is always the origin yeah. So I think there's something to be said for let's just establish the character first, get them through mm-hmm. an arc, and then we'll go into how they became to be what they are because I'm getting a little yeah. sick of origin stories. I'm so glad that they didn't even try origin stories with like the latest iteration of Batman and Spider-Man. They just said, all right, listen, yeah. we, we've we've already seen this play out many yeah, times I- in recent history. Let's just assume everybody knows yeah, I think Spider-Man would have been particularly egregious because that would have been three origin stories in like 15 years, which is yeah, excessive. Let's, so let's see. What's, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire came out in, I think, 2003? 2002, 2002 Around, or yeah. three, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that would have been obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. So, right. um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I think it is one of the it's one of the stronger Netflix series. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see where that goes and kind of where they're taking it. And it's in that weird way. It's it's more things to watch. So I can't complain too much. 
Yep. Hang on. I'm just adding Jessica Jones season two to my list of TV shows I need to catch up on. Good, good. I would I would recommend doing the Punisher first, even before like before Luke Cage, because I think you will really enjoy the Punisher. Oh, I I should. Uh, I don't need to see Luke Cage to understand the Punisher or anything like that. I could just no, run no, no, right no. into that. The, the the Punisher is surprisingly separate from every, everything. I think in some ways because it's a tonal thing. That even though kind of all the series are quite violent, the Punisher is a step up. So he kind of he is he moves away from like the only really connection between everything else is obviously the Punisher series has Karen Page in it, who was originally a Daredevil character, but she has quite a link with yeah. With, well, you st- you still anyway. need some link, and yes, you you can't use Night Nurse for this one. Claire can't no, be your link no. because there's really no firm connection between Claire. And, and the Punisher that was established in the show, but there was definitely no. one for Karen Page. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. kind of really it. I did, part of me wanted to do a quick kind of rant, but with love, about The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But given that, the, despite the fact that this podcast covers a lot of pop culture, I think that even that is just a little bit too narrow for us. But just, yeah. just, to, just to say, yeah, just to say very briefly, because um, obviously that, a lot of people don't know, that started out... Uh, as a radio series, and they've actually just started uh, an adaptation of the last book that was written with all the original cast after 40 years. So it's, they've all come back together, but they're being uh, ruined by the fact that that has one of the most complicated internal universes ever because there's no consistency between all the different adaptations of it. So they're really struggling to kind of mesh everything together. That's too bad. Yeah, so I mean, well, and I'm not happy they've changed some some of the cast, but that's just my personal gripes. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't think there was anything else I hugely wanted to discuss. This is the problem of an unscripted episode. There was probably a massive thing I wanted to talk about and have forgotten. Probably, but, but, but hey, I we're like, unscripted. We get we yeah. get to do whatever we want now. Yeah, but I'm going to let you talk. So go sure. Ahead. Uh, so I've I've spent the last week in Florida, and uh, I hit uh, Disney. I did Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and Legoland. Ooh. So I'm uh, I, I'm a little burned out and I'm a little disconnected from the world of pop culture. I just got back. We flew in, uh, in in the middle of like that nasty storm that was hitting the Northeast. We landed. Ooh, you know, I live in New yeah. England, so we uh, we landed in the middle of all that. I'm surprised we even made it in, quite frankly. But hey, yeah. I, I'm here, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah. So I'm I'm not really connected with a lot of the major news going on. I did the the one thing I did manage to do. And I was I was glad I did this. Is that I I when I noticed that the the new Life is Strange dropped, I I was able to you know at least be cognizant enough to say hey I I should probably actually be aware of what's going on here and uh, and make sure I download that. So I did. So kudos to me for that. So I I made a, a personal effort to to get there and play it. And you know what what we're not scripted. I'm going to talk about it right now. I'm talk about my thoughts right here. All right, so might as well talk about it now. Um, let's yeah. talk about what I thought about the the new episode of Life is Strange, right? We're not scripted. Yeah. We can talk about it whenever. No, 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 by all means. And I think this is a topic that, yeah, as you said, a lot of people have wanted us to discuss. Yeah, and you've actually and you've actually played it, which is yeah. So I'm I'm now all caught up. I've played both. So I will start with my. Let's give people some background. I played the first game. I quite liked it. But I found myself really not liking the characters. I thought they were um, entirely not likable, Chloe especially, and and Max too. And I know some people really loved Max, but there there was there were some underlying themes with with respect to Max that really kind of made me feel like she wasn't that great of a person. She was really pretentious. She was really arrogant, and she admitted to a lot of this stuff in the game. So it's not like yeah. I'm just I'm not exactly pulling stuff out of nowhere. She she has said, like, yeah, I know it's pretentious, but whatever. And, but she was extremely dismissive, and she... And then there, were, there was definitely some some subtext to her and Chloe's relationship in terms of... They had a, they had a relationship at one point. They were the best of friends, and then yes. Max moved away. And then you get some... You get some indication that Chloe tried to reach out to Max, and Max just kind of blew her off and just started her new life and just ignored Chloe completely. Yeah, that, that, it's, yeah. That there is there is conversations in in the early episode that, that imply that that things didn't end on the best terms, which is why when they're sort of reintroduced, they're not instantly comfortable around each other. Yeah. So when you start the second game, you're playing as Chloe in the second game, and I, I will say first of all, 
Um, and, and this is a lot of people are going to be talking about the voice actors. And so let me just get this out of the way while I'm thinking about it. For the new episode, the original voice actors for yep. Max and Chloe are, are back. Mm-hmm. And I have become so accustomed to the new Chloe that Ooh. now old Chloe didn't quite sound like Chloe to me, which was really oh, odd. Dear. Yeah, that's that's weird. Because in my head, like intellectually, I'm like, this is the actual voice of Chloe. This is this is yes. the first voice of Chloe. This is the voice of Chloe I associate most strongly with Chloe. But mm. I'd say my emotional response was, that's not Chloe's voice. I've yeah. just played three episodes of Chloe, and that was not her voice. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's it's complicated, but it, I'm not gonna knock both both actresses did a great job, so I'm not really gonna sit there and say one was more Chloe than the other. I'm just gonna say it was very different for me to hear the original voice and to have to think, oh, but that's not the actual voice again. So yeah, but if you're a fan of the original voices, then they're back. But when you start mm-hmm. the second game and you're playing as Chloe, one of the things that I found as I played through the second game, especially the first episode was that I softened my stance on Chloe quite a bit mm. because it you get some of the backstory of how Chloe became what she was and who she was in the first game. Because in the first game, she is really abrasive yes. and, and, and really quite obnoxious. Mm. And you get, you get to sort of see kind of how things took a turn for her and where she came from and how she got there and... And so that was interesting. I warmed up to that character quite a bit. And it was you in both of these games there's uh there's quite a bit of backstory you can read into a lot of things. There's like journal entries and there's yeah. there's text messages and some of them are story related and some of them are not but you can still look at them and kind of see. Mm. And one of the things that struck me uh that you could do in the first chapter of the of the second series of behind the before the storm I was about to say yeah. behind the storm, but that doesn't make any sense at all. No. Nope. One of the things you can do before the storm is you can check uh, Chloe's text messages and journal. And what you see happened is is a lot is you actually get to see physical evidence of a lot of Chloe reaching out to Max and just okay. how and so th- yeah so you don't know this this is the first time I'm talking about it but it, it's yeah. it, it's not spoilery it's literally in the first five minutes of the game you can see this but you see direct evidence of Chloe repeatedly, incessantly, and almost desperately reaching out to Max and trying to reconnect with, you know, her best yeah. friend who suddenly moved away. And yeah. and you just Max just blows her off just incessantly. Oof. And I mean it's it it's it's the worst kind of blow off too. It's not just like we'll do it sometime. It's like, oh I'm I'm kinda busy right now. I'm gonna call you tonight, okay? And then the next text messages two months later going hello like yeah i know i'm sorry i'm the worst friend we'll talk this weekend i promise and then three months later you get the next one from chloe and it was it was a lot of that and it's along those lines and so i then developed this this realization that not only is max this obnoxious pretentious person she's also just a a terrible human being who she's just a terrible person who just completely blew off her friend and went completely out of sight out of mind with her very best friend. Yeah. So, uh, so I felt I I really became very very negative towards Max. I call her the worst. I stand by that. That's fair. Yeah. Um and so then in this in this game or the this new episode, you play as as Max again. You're actually playing as Max. Mm-hmm. And you're playing as a young Max and young Chloe. Yeah. So this is from this is before Max realizes she has powers. Yep. So I just want to point out there because there was some there was some weird promo material out there for that I I don't know if if don't nod or the other studio that I can't think of that Deck actually Deck Nine I think Deck Nine yeah I don't know if yeah. if it was from them or somebody else or it was from you know maybe Kotaku had a weird article but uh, so Max does not have her powers in this no. and and you don't get to use them and there's no weird time traveliness or anything like that. This yeah, is actually a really straightforward episode. There's there's not even any major decisions, really. Yeah, I've yeah I've heard from a lot of people that like it's quite short and it is kind of just a story. Like there's not a huge amount of of interaction. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's very linear, and mm-hmm. it, you're not. I don't think you're really meant to make choices and change how things go. You get some arbitrary choices, but like even 
even those tend to just work out on their own regardless. Yeah. So you don't really have much control. You're just kind of meant to play the story, and it's it's called The Farewell, and it kind of dives a little bit into uh, what happened with Chloe and Max. Okay. And so part of the reason why I, I dislike Max even more now, and I think I, I'm a little bit more sympathetic to Chloe now, is because... When you see how that works, and you have this whole episode that's just dedicated to how wonderful and close their friendship is, and it really did feel like the whole, the whole point of this is just to, to feel their their relationship and how close they are and what great friends they are and how much they love each other, and yeah. and then you you couple that with the fact that and then Max moves away and then just completely ignores this person who she had such a deep connection with, and you know yeah. the, the episode starts within the first two minutes of Max saying like, I've spent so much of my life here in Chloe's room. It's shaped my life. It's going to be so sad not seeing it again, but she just blows her off. Yeah. And then, and and so now I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil this part, but then at the, at the very end, when you, you kind of start to piece together what's going on and then, you know, you sort of get the, the final, I, I would say the final send off of these characters. Yeah. It, it's done in such a way that once you know that the, you, when you know the rest of the story, like what happens after this point, mm. you really, really despise Max because okay, so it, so it it does recontextualize the events of the first game. Yes, oh. and and it makes it, it 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 makes Max a very hard person to like. I don't I don't know if I could ever really appreciate that first game again because I did not like being in control of her because yeah. she is such a terrible person. And everyone, everyone fell in love with her, and they're like, "Oh, I love Max. Oh, and she's artsy, and oh, that's so cool." But yeah, no, I think when you take a step back and you actually look at how they've characterized her, she is an awful, terrible human being who was absolutely, uh, she was absolutely awful to mm. Chloe. And yeah, I, I mean, I think honestly, recontextualizing that, I might have chosen differently at the end of the first series. Ooh, wow. Yeah, because I think I think sort of Max might owe it to Chloe. But anyway, I won't I won't go into that. Yeah. If if you haven't played it, it's super cheap right now. Go buy Life is Strange and play that game. I don't know yeah, why so, you haven't. Well, well, I was going into that, but I just wanted to check something because I know the the farewell episode is part of like the deluxe edition, but that's not like a limited edition thing. You can still buy the deluxe edition, can't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely you can. Uh, Okay, good. Because I'd heard some, I think it was just kind of miscommunication of information that implied, like, you had a very narrow window to buy the special edition that had the extra episode in it. No, no, I, you can just go buy it, I think, just regular. I think what was what you had a narrow window on is there are some, like, there are some special editions with some physical stuff, like yeah, vinyls vinyl, or CDs so- or mix mixtapes and stuff. Yeah. And I think those were limited, but I don't care about any of that stuff, but... Yeah. You can you can just up and buy the digital deluxe or whatever that has the bonus episode in it. So okay, that's good. and then I think there's well, even a cheaper package which is like the the digital plus add on or something. So if you have the base game, then you can buy just the add on stuff now. Yeah, I think that's that's interesting, and I know if quite a few people have asked me why haven't I yeah. played it as someone who is such a massive fan of the first game, and it's. It's definitely one on my list, and I think I was thinking about this, and the answer I think okay. is a little bit more. I don't want to say more. We're kind of more serious than I've than I've given thought to in the past because there is the simple element of I'm quite busy, and I, I even though it's quite a short package overall, I don't know how much time I'd have to put towards it. But it's also timing. Like I have faith, even though it's a different studio, that these games are going to have the same of be the, of the same narrative quality of of the first game and especially that final chapter of kind of the idea of sort of moving on from friendships and all that is coming precisely at a time where I'm in a very similar position and there is a part of me that wonders do I want to play a game from a series I so greatly enjoy that could hit quite close to home so I think do I maybe want to give this like six months and then play it at a time when I'm not so kind of when it when it almost isn't too applicable for me but that's just that's just me yeah i i can see where you might be coming from there because yeah yeah I don't, I've, I've been yeah. through that more than one time i mean i spent you know my, my first eight years of adulthood in the navy moving from place to place and being out to sea all the time so 
it, yeah. this is kind of something that doesn't really affect me a whole awful lot because it's just the nature of you yeah. know what I do. But yeah, no, I could definitely see how that yeah. might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to go on a massive tangent about my personal life, but I'm I'm, I'm very aware, especially given for better or for worse, how much I enjoyed and was impacted by the first game. That I want to make sure I'm in the position that I can enjoy this this game as much as possible and it's not going to go anywhere and it's like especially with your confirmation that the the, the extra episode is, is not a temporary thing so i can i can take that at my own pace yeah i i mean you don't I, I don't think you need to jump on this right away except for the fact that we need to be able to have more in-depth conversations about how awful max is and i think when yeah, you I play def- the, def- before the storm i think you're going to come on my side yeah, I def- we should definitely do like a big retrospective episode. Yeah, because I was a li- I was I was a little bit it was a little bit of a shame that because I didn't jump straight on that I couldn't do the uh, the big episode that almost better than Silence did with you. Mm-hmm. That in an in an idea what I would have done, but I was just super busy. Like I'm in a period where my busyness is kind of tailing off, and then it's going to jump straight back. Yeah, in, I mean, because so. you're, you're you've got to yeah. like try to get your life all settled now because. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, so my my personal yeah. advice to you, as somebody who has spent most of my nights trying to organize all my finances and stuff, is um, take finances super seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. I've I'm definitely at this point now where I you know I, I I didn't do anything incredibly foolish. Like I started my retirement savings and I put money away, but I treated mutual funds and retirements and, and investments kind of like black magic like yeah. i would throw money at it and i wasn't really aware of what was going on or what was happening and so i'm only just now as i'm reaching adulthood and at the point where i'm looking at all the different places my money goes thinking so okay so i know i put money in these quote-unquote investments but i don't know what i'm actually investing in and as yeah. i look the more i think wow i would have done this differently and i had just done my homework and actually read up on what i was doing instead of just Throwing it into a yeah. throwing it into some account somewhere and hoping for the best. So that's my personal yeah. advice to you and our listeners: is uh, figure out what your money's doing and don't put money in things that you don't understand. And that doesn't mean don't yeah. invest. That means uh, research what you're doing so that you can make an informed decision. Yeah. That was this week's Judge, Judge Greg's financial call. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. it's a shame because like I had I had a bunch of money put away in a in a retirement account, but I just didn't really understand what I yeah. was really investing in and the money just wasn't going anywhere and wasn't growing. And it's because I, since I didn't know what I was doing, I just kind of picked something and it was not necessarily yeah. the, the, the best growth opportunity. And mm. when you only become yeah, aware I, of it after several years of just nothing and stagnation, you wonder, huh, wonder how much this could have been if I had just been a little bit more assertive with yeah. my, with my investment opportunities instead of just tossing it into an account. So yeah, and yeah, there's there's slight variations between the US and the UK in that respect. Like, I think I'd say more in the UK, those options exist, and if you have the knowledge and the skills, you can in, invest and get a lot from it. But it's more kind of, I think in America, it's kind of that's almost the default that you're expected to kind of invest stuff. Whereas more in Britain, it's like you have a pension, just just put your money in there, and it's, and yeah. it's fine if if you want to do that. And then it's up to people to then take the extra steps and say, no, I'll invest, I'll buy shares right. or whatever. Yeah, we. I mean, I've I have seen a lot of places get away from from the pension model because what ends up happening mm-hmm. is one, it becomes a huge burden on the company. The more people that you have to pay pensions to, and two is that if the company goes under, then the pensions go away, and so people don't necessarily yeah. like the pension plan anymore. So what we see a lot here mm. is the uh, the matching funds from the company for a retirement account. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. and so obviously, you know, but, yeah. you take advantage of that when you can. But I don't I don't see a lot of pensions. Now, what, what's really great if you get a company that does this is you get, you get the matching funds. You also get a separate retirement account that they set up, which kind of works in lieu of a pension. And then, yeah. and, I, and I have this where I get stock in the company at the longer I work there. Ah, uh, okay. So that yeah. once I retire, no, then the company will buy the stock back from me at, it, mm. at their discretion. So it's not like I can just get a giant lump sum. But at their discretion, they have to buy it back from me because they got to give it to the other employees who are, you know, who keep going there and yeah. you have to redistribute it. And so they, they buy it from retired and, and, and separated um, individuals at the company. And in doing that, yeah. I sort of get an extra income for retirement, which, I mean, yes, admittedly depends solely on how well the company's doing. 
However, mm. I also have those other accounts, so it's not like I'm relying on it. It's just no, no. I, I view it as it's motivation for me to work extra hard because I need the company to be worth more because that way my stock's worth more. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, because for, for me at the moment, like you're comp- completely right to raise those points, and I think it's good advice to give people generally. But for me, as someone who's hopefully in the next few months jumping into their first job. My attitude has kind of been, look, as long as it's a job, it's stable, and it gives me the money to keep the lights on, so to speak, mm-hmm. then at least for the first couple of years, that's what I'm happy with. And then once I'm stable, I then start yeah. a bit more, bit more future planning. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I never, I've never had to be in your shoes because I, I joined the Navy right, right out of college. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I have mm-hmm. no idea. And so people can say, like, well, you've had to get out of the Navy. It's like, yeah, but the difference is that – when I got out of the Navy, I was walking into these corporations with eight years of solid job experience and technical expertise. Exactly, yes. It, it was, it's completely different than trying to get a job out of college, yeah. you know. So I, yeah, I don't envy so, you. Yeah. That's That was something that would have – that would absolutely terrify me. And I'm so thankful for, yeah. you know, being able to be in the position I was in where when I finally had to go write a resume and look for jobs and knock on doors and whatnot, I, you know, I had technical job experience that I was bringing with me. But who, yeah. man, you you are. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I got a fun, fun few months ahead of yeah, me. So, yeah, I I don't envy you at all. That's I and I have nothing for you. I don't even have good advice. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I'm pl- I'm plugging away and, and trying to get things done. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, and it's it's just there's so many other additional factors to think about, and it's just and it's the classic thing of trying to deal with. Your, what's going to happen in the next few months, but also trying to deal with your day by day. Like I still haven't even graduated yet. I've still got to do that. I've still got yeah. To, no, you still got to do just, the schoolwork. You can't just you can't just blow that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, but fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going on holiday next week after next. Oh, so excellent. Where fun. are you going? Yeah, uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, not bad. I yeah. I have never yeah, been to Spain. So. I've been to Portugal, but that's that's. Mm. But I actually I went to to Lisbon uh, in the navy. We yeah. pulled in there into a port, so I I think. Oh. It, which beautiful, beautiful little city. I, I highly recommend it. In fact, mm. I even I'm looking at right now. Literally, I'm looking at my Lisbon Hard Rock Cafe mug that I got when I was there. <laughs> it's been sitting on my desk. So, yeah. But now I'm looking forward to that good few days off. And funny enough, and this is also by virtue of the unscriptedness of this episode. I just remembered something. Greg will know this, but none of you will know this. At the after we recorded the last episode, we had a long and extensive chat about burritos. And I'm glad to say, in the uh, interim weeks, that I have had many a burrito. Oh, good. Between recordings, we did. Yeah. Talk, we talked a lot about burritos after the episode. <laughs> we did. Although, although you, you'll enjoy this, I am. Um, I think I made the obvious novice burrito mistake because I think this is pretty standard that when you buy them, they tend to be like wrapped in foil, mm-hmm. and then they'll be wrapped in like something else so you can carry right. it. And the first time I did it, I took the foil off as well, which is a really bad idea because then it just because it just falls apart. Yeah, and, no, yeah. you definitely. I like to put the foil de- underneath me when I eat it. Yeah, um, yeah, which is what I should yeah. have done. In fact, what, when I go to what we have uh, here is Moe's. You might have Moe's there. I don't know how F. Moe's has actually made it to, to England, but Moe's and Chipotle are basically the same don't place. Okay. Um, so I when I when you get the, your burrito, it comes with chips. So what I tend to do is I yeah. eat my burrito over my chips so that oh, any of the drippings man. then become dressing for for yeah. my for my tortilla chips. Yeah, I was compromised by the fact that like the place I went was basically a fast food restaurant, like kind of like Subway. So you had places to sit down, but it wasn't formal. Mm-hmm. But I was I was literally the only person there, so I just had all the people working there just watching me make an absolute fool yeah. of myself. <laughs> That's uh... like, it was really really delicious. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah, that was the day I went to see Black Panther as well. Oh. I did burritos from Black Panther. That, it was great. that sounds like an amazing day. I am jealous. Yeah, I, I am I'm jealous gonna... of you for that day that you had. Yeah, and I'm gonna might do similar again next week or the week after because Tomb Raider comes out in just under Wait, a week. What? Wait, what? Wait, what? Seriously? The... Well, at least in the UK, it comes out Wait, on the hang 15th. On. No, I'm, on the I'm googling 15th. this right now. You all can listen to me Google it. Is did I really just completely lose the lose the needle on that? Possibly, like there might be, you might be, it might be a couple of weeks different in the US, but no, it's the fifteenth of March for us. Okay, uh, sorry, it, <laughs> I should have been more specific in my Google because it just brought up to me the uh, <laughs> the Angelina the Jolie film. film, which I do yeah. enjoy. By the way, I don't know if I've made this clear. I actually do like that film. Yeah, I think we've. Yeah, it's it's not a, not a bad film, but I think this new film, if it works, will take things in quite an interesting direction. All right. 
I still don't have a release date, so you're just going to have to keep going while I try to figure this out. Okay. Um, what else random stuff do I have to talk about? But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about that film. Like People know that my, my, my bias for that film is huge. But I think even seeing trailers and stuff, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And I, funnily enough, was listening back to the Assassin's Creed Hero talk that me and you did, and I kind of feel that like I'd be happy if we get a film of that quality. Like I'd love it to be a ten out of ten brilliant film, but if we get like kind of a six out of ten, seven out of ten, okay film, that'll be happy for me. I just don't want it to be absolutely. It's terrible. this weekend. Oh, 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 yeah, wow. not, not this weekend, like, is in right now, but this weekend is in, yeah. like, the the upcoming one that will be relevant to the yeah, listeners, it's... but not to us. But, yeah. Oh, it's March yeah. 16th. Holy cow. I I completely yeah, so lost is... that one in the mix. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So, anyway, sorry, yeah. I jumped right on top of you. But, you know, I, I, I thought no, no. Assassin's Creed was not a bad movie, and in terms of adaptions, I know it didn't get a mm. lot of love, but in terms of being faithful to the, the source material, I felt it was there, and... It was a fun hero talk that I edited two months after we recorded, so I was was like listening to the very first time again. Yeah, I I genuinely thought like something had happened to that and you'd lost the recording because I didn't hear it for you for ages. (laughs) I was like, like, we definitely recorded that. Yeah, I got super busy, and I you know I and I and I do tend to record ahead of time sometimes so that I can. I don't necessarily have yeah. to scramble to record. I usually just need to edit. In fact, I need to edit. I actually recorded a hero talk with Tony from the No Time for Time Travel podcast. Ooh. And we talked, I believe, oh, Mortal Kombat. But that's been yeah. over a month now, so I need to get that one out. Definitely, definitely. Before we transition, and I, I should have mentioned this when we talked about earlier, but speaking of other podcasts, if you are a Life is Strange fan, and they don't, they don't talk about it in spoilers, but I'd recommend the Horribly Awkward uh, podcast, because Hannah Tell returns on that, and they, they talk about the game, and it's an interesting to get her perspective on it, of how she kind yeah. of, her feelings towards it, as she, as she came to actually go and, and film it and see mm-hmm. it. So if, if you're a fan, would definitely yeah, She is the voice that, of that Max. Pod- yes, yes. But um, so yeah, I would recommend that podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally as well, but if if you're interested in Life is Strange, their their most recent episode. So yeah, props to Sean mm-hmm. for putting together a, a, a brilliant episode. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you kind of want to try and do a news segment off the top of our heads. I, mean, I don't I don't know like how I well that's th- going to work because normally the news yeah. works because we've both read the articles because they're in the show notes, but we are totally unscripted. So it's a lot of. Did you yeah, hear this? I, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, no. I, I touched on like a bunch of the major film news right at the beginning of the episode, and I just started listing them off. Yeah. But, I mean, the big one was that mm. Joss Whedon left Batgirl, which I'm so happy about because Joss Whedon's kind of a piece of human garbage. Um, Proving your point, I was not aware of this. Like, I don't keep up hugely on what DC are doing, but I was yeah. not aware of this. Um, let's see. Some other film news that I've read recently is that apparently uh, Avengers Infinity War is like a super long movie. Well, in some ways, good. I think it kind of needs to be. Yeah, I guess y- y- you don't want to try to cut a lot of really important scenes out. Like, you... Justice yeah. League for, and I actually liked Justice League. This this is what's really odd is I I will acknowledge that every every issue people have pointed out with it has been spot on, but I still love it in spite of its flaws. But one yeah. of the things that that I think hurt the movie is they were so determined to get under two hours that mm. they left a lot on the cutting room floor that really would have probably helped helped smooth yeah, it out I, a bit. I heard from, yeah, I heard from somewhere that because loads of people complained that Batman vs Superman was too long. The studio was like, this has to be under two hours. So that's why it's like 119 minutes exactly. Like, right. I mean, and that's so why Batman v Superman was, I think, three hours and ten minutes. Um, so wait the, wait, the theatrical cut or the, the theatrical cut? cut. Jesus. That's what was in theaters. Was three hours and ten minutes. So and and I knew this walking into it. So that's why I knew that number right off the top of my head. So I, you know, I will agree that was a bit long. But I think that really should have said – that should have probably said a two-and-a-half-hour yeah, time limit, not such a hard two-hour time limit because I think that really – that ended up becoming a challenge, I think, to the director. Yeah, because I, th- I think with a film like that, when you're dealing with kind of that many characters, the more time you can devote to them, the better. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You You have way too many people, and especially in Justice League where they're trying to introduce these people for the first time. Yes, there was there was a lot of let's introduce somebody and let's move on to the next one because that didn't work in Suicide Squad and so I don't know why they thought it would work here. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm interested. Obviously, it was they did the, Marvel did that little PR stunt and they've pushed forward the date for Infinity War by I think about a week. 
Oh, did they? Did you did you see that on Twitter? No, I, I didn't notice that. Uh, it it was very obviously planned, but um, Robert Downey Jr. sent a tweet to Marvel saying, hey, is there any chance I can see this film early? And Marvel were like, yeah. And then he was like, okay, can we see it on, I think it's the 27th of April. So then Marvel tweeted like, yeah. And then they formally announced that they've pushed the right. um, release date. But then the, act- the actual reason for that, most people have pointed out, is that if, if it had released the first week of May, it would have been very close to Deadpool 2. And oh no! The Hans, and the Han Solo film, so oh, that's yeah. kind of that's the real reason they shifted it forward. Got it. They kind of yep. used the joke of oh, because Iron Man asked us to, to kind of justify it. I think it's funny that now Marvel is scared to release opposite a movie. Yes, you know how many people have been scared to release opposite the new Marvel movie, but then they look at Deadpool two and like, nope, nope. Yeah. Although the, Disney owns that now, don't they? Uh, well, as far as I'm aware, yes, they own the. Basically, the Fox films bit of Fox. Yeah. But then I, I don't know if because that film was in production before the deal was struck, that it might. I don't. That, know. It, that it might kind of be in a bit of a gray area. These, these the, deals are rough, and, and so I've actually heard a rumor. This is now this is unconfirmed. This is just a rumor. Yeah. But a, there's a rumor that if the AT and T Time Warner merger falls through. Mm-hmm. that Time Warner is going to be looking to liquidate some of its properties in order to try to make up their losses, among okay. those being the Warner Brothers Studio and DC Comics. Ooh. And that Disney is has expressed interest. Again, this is all speculative yeah. rumor, but Disney has expressed interest in purchasing the Warner Brothers and DC Comics uh, properties. So maybe Avengers JLA after all. So I might actually see Avengers JLA, and yeah. I might actually get to see Who Framed Roger Rabbit too. <laughs> I genuinely think the former of those is more likely than the latter. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. And yeah. I've been so excited for JLA Avengers ever since we got JLA and the Avengers. But Who Framed Roger Rabbit two would also be pretty cool. But yeah. So that's yeah. that's huge. I'm not sure if the uh, the U.S. Monopoly courts would let that one go through. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I could purchasing the, like the Warner Brothers cartoons, like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, probably because they don't actually make cartoons with them anymore. No, so they're they're basically stagnant properties that I don't think anyone would argue that we're, we're presenting real competition in the market. Yeah, but DC mm. Comics, however, that basically means Disney owns all of comic books, and I don't think they're going to be allowed to do that. Yeah, pro- probably not. Which, in some ways, you understand why that's necessary in like the rules of monopoly. But from a fan perspective, that's not great. Right. I mean, it's it's the same reason why, from a fan perspective, it's it's fun to think that Wolverine might be in the Avengers movies. But yeah. from the perspective of somebody who you know wants to see a diversified market with competition, so that people are actually competing for my dollar, it's a yeah. bad thing when these merge because now that's fewer companies competing for my dollar, and when one company is so huge. I have no choice but to go to them. And it's not like, you know, not like Disney has any trouble getting my money right now either. No. I basically will stand in a line for the privilege of paying the money for stuff. So, yes. Yeah, I I, I guess it makes me scared that Disney could get that big, um, mm. especially since Disney now owns so much of my money. In fact, I, so I this is big news. I should say this in the podcast, relatively Ooh. off topic, but we're unscripted. There we are. Uh, so yes, I we are. I bought into the Disney Vacation Club since our last podcast, okay. and I am now a part owner of the Bay Lake Resort. Okay, it's I, like a timeshare, okay. but at okay. Disney. So hang on, wait a second. You went on this whole t- side tangent of being about responsible with your money, and you bought a timeshare, which, from what I understand, is one of the can be one of the more slightly shady investments. So it's normally shady, but it's from Disney. So okay, so this, I, I committed to and signed the contracts for this whole deal before I really started really banging out my my, my finances and learning things. Uh, yeah. And I will say one one of the hard things has been. As you get smarter about how to handle the money and then you look at the deal you just made and that you're committed to, you think, well, that probably wasn't the best move. However, the next time I stay at a Disney park, I will be walking distance from the Magic Kingdom. So. Oh, nice. I don't know. (laughs) Who's who really lost in that deal? Still me. But But I, I will say, here's what I did that was smart. I, I did not buy direct from Disney, okay. which they don't like. 
But I what I did is I bought somebody else's timeshare that they were Ooh. selling, and I got it for a fraction of the cost Disney was selling nice. it for. And so I'll have the whole thing basically completely paid off in, by probably oh, the wow. end of the summer. And then I'm just paying the upkeep fees to go to Disney, and it will cover my whole room and board at Disney for – uh, about every other year, I think I could go and get like a big room, or I could go every year and wow. get a smaller room. So, so it's not terrible. I mean, as long as you t- plan to go to Disney, yeah. you can do it. And then I just have to worry about the resale market when whenever it's it's time to to not have yeah. it. But I can also leave it to exactly. my kids too. So, but no, um, so yeah, that's good. And I had one funny bit of um, uh, sort of uh, Marvel Disney Disney news that I saw that um, apparently at the moment the formal name for the next Avengers film which is out next year is just untitled Avengers film and apparently the reason for this is that if they released the title it would be a spoiler for Infinity War and I was thinking what could that title possibly be if it's a spoiler unless it's like the Avengers colon Captain America died what could it possibly be (laughs) yeah like that's I mean, I, I I think probably a weak spoiler, yeah. I would imagine, because if it's going to be the Infinity Gauntlet, then, like, well, that's not super spoilery. I think it might be one of the things that's spoilery for the regular audience, but not spoilery for people who kind of know how this yeah, story ends. Possibly. But that just made me laugh. I mean, unless it's unless it's Avengers colon Justice League, then, yeah, that, that would be pretty be, big spoiler. That would be but, you know, that's what they pulled off. Or even if it was, if, if it was just yeah. uh, Avengers colon Wolverine. Yeah, people would line up just to see that movie. I'll tell you what, no context, just Avengers colon Wolverine. I would be there opening night. And I think think people would even take it if that was just a version of the first Avengers film with footage of Hugh Jackman cut in in not a brilliant way. People would still happily watch it. Oh, absolutely they would. I'm I'm thinking of like, oh, that episode of Star Trek DS9 where they... Insert themselves into old original series footage. Yeah, yeah in the Trouble with Tribbles yeah, episode, yeah. yeah. So like that. <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Uh, so one last yeah. bit of DC news, and then we can kind of move off news and answer our, our listener questions sight unseen, is, uh, uh, yeah, Kristen Wiig um, just got recently cast as the villain of the new Ooh. Wonder Woman movie. She's going to play yeah. the cheetah. Fun fact, and I promise I'm not just doing this to be nice, but I was actually re-listening to the Wonder Woman hero talk this morning. Yeah, oh, cool! Can't wait through. It's a long old episode. <laughs> it 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 was it was a long episode. I think it might have yeah. been my longest, and I actually I cut quite a bit out of it too because it was just it was really getting up there, yeah. and so when an episode goes long, and I I want to say we actually probably recorded for almost three yeah. hours. And then I try to cut some of the uh, the tangents yeah. out. Be- I mean, because you get one or two things you can do. You can either just end it halfway through and say, "All right," and now there's a part yeah. two. And I I don't I don't think I've ever done that, but I, and I don't want to. But it was it was it, we were we were getting because we 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 had a yeah, good no, chemistry. Definitely, is what I was going on. Definitely there. get Wes on again in future. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think it I think it's now time to move into the what could either be the best or worst part of this episode is our questions and this all right so i'm, I'm gonna pull it up for the first time right now so i I'll, haven't even I'll looked at these so well. I, I wasn't even sure if greg would have the ability but then i realized that the account is not that private oh jesus there's 30 notifications oh um i don't think this all relates to us hang on no i, I think there's there's a lot of retweets yeah, and likes find, on i'm gonna on go it back and find the original tweet that we sent because if people have done what i kindly asked them to do then it, it should all be the replies um off one yeah. No, I actually I think yeah, we only so have I, two I, questions. I can, I can only see two listed. I will have a quick. Um, Unless we want to answer Tony's question of how do we message you without seeing? Yeah, but seeing. I already kind of reply. <laughs> but you already yeah, answered that, um, so yeah. So we'll just stick with, yeah, with the two, two questions, questions we've got. A little bit disappointing, but to be fair, like it's it was a little bit of pain to do. Uh, so I don't know if you want you want to take one and I'll mm-hmm. take the other because I think the first question feels like it's an inside joke that you're going to understand that I don't. Yeah, so anyway, so the first question comes from Kinetic. Uh, so Kinetic and I, so some people know this, uh, you mentioned it before, we actually went to college together, so we've known each other for quite a few years yep. now. Um, so when he asked if I have the blood for this, so I, we, we went to college in kind of a rough time. Okay. 
And yeah. I at one point was just trying. I, I was so I, I went. I went to so I went to college with with Nick from from Enthusiacs, Enthusiacs Nick. And so Connecticut and I went to college okay. together. Kind of a rough town. And I was going to get some pants tailored. That's what I was going to have go do. And while I was on the way there, some yeah. dude like stopped me and was basically accosting me. And he he kind of starts yeah. this with. You went out with some girl Saturday night, which I did not. Oh, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, no, you did. Yeah. And you messed her up. And now I'm going to mess you up. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm about to get in a fight here because some dude thinks that I look like some other dude. And we got into a big old argument. Right? This is the middle yeah. of the day. It's like one in the afternoon. Now, we're in some big, big argument on the street now. And, <laughs> okay. and he says, you're coming with me. <laughs> there, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, God. And he says, no, you better. And so I told him, I said, buddy, I don't have the time for this. And he looks at me and says, man, I don't have the blood for this. And I said to him, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. 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 So that was that was fun. So it, it got a little heated. Oh, wow. He did reach for a gun at one point. So yeah, I did. I stopped him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not completely incapable of defending myself yeah. we'll put it that all right I, I have a i have a third degree black belt let me just say that so oh. <laughs> so when he reached for the gun i intervened a little bit we we had a short tussle to the one point where his niece who was the girl that he thought i messed with finally just Fair came enough. out and like wanted to see what was going on and said that's not him <laughs> and the dude's like oh yeah sorry you can go So yeah, so that's yeah. that's where that story comes from. But yeah, so that was that was a scary moment in that like this dude was really ready to shoot mm-hmm. me, a total yeah. stranger, because he thought I looked like some dude that messed with his niece, and he was yeah. right at, like because I I just I was in walk away mode. That's what happens. I went to I went to try to walk away, and then he straight up just reached for the gun, which mm-hmm. fortunately he he did everything wrong because that could have gone bad for me. But he he's. He's that ideal scenario that you train for when, like, you're doing, like, real mar- real fighting training, not, like, yeah. you know, the martial arts karate kid tournament style training. But when you're actually doing, like, real street training, um, the, one of the scenarios that you always yeah. get is, like, okay, so here's what you do if a guy reaches for his oh, gun. And they always yeah. present it in the same way where, you know, dude is within yeah. arm's reach of you and you're in the best position. Yeah. And that's what this guy did. He was in, like, all of those idealized positions that only happen – in the training studio and apparently in this one instance on the street because one, he told me he had the gun already. Yeah. So I didn't have to wonder what's he doing Two, he was standing so that the side with the uh, gun on it was closer to me and not farther away so that he yeah. would actually, I, I could get to the gun before he could. And, and three, he reached in a very yeah. deliberate way such that, he couldn't pull it once I had him, and and so yeah. it was it was just it was the the best because this could have gone bad. He could have waited till I had taken two steps away, and then pulled, yeah. and then just started shooting. And there's nothing you could do. Like as much as you know, people think that martial artists can do some magic and you know some neo or hidden crutches. I hidden no. When you're when a guy is five mm. feet away from you with a gun pulled on you and shooting, there's nothing you can do. You do what everyone else does. You run. But this was a case where yeah. he said he was going to pull the gun. He said he had a gun. He said he wanted to shoot me. And then he reached for mm. the gun after he says those things. So I have time to react to what he said before I had uh, before I had to worry about what he was doing. So he kind of already put me in the mode to address it. And then he then he reached for the gun. So I was able to act yeah. appropriately. But it's it's an idealized scenario. It's it's it, it it would be almost the exact same way as if he had done one of the other common training situation yeah. you get where somebody with arms extended puts a gun directly into your back and so says so. give me your money and you you know we we train to react to that too. But nobody actually ever does that yeah. because that's not a good way to hold somebody up. You hold somebody up from about 4 feet away because then there's nothing you can do because you can't close that distance yeah. without making it obvious you're closing yeah. the distance. But this dude did it when I was still within arm's reach and was and told me what he was going to do. So, thankfully, he was not very good at what he was doing, so that I was able to intervene physically and not get shot in the back. So that's where that's from. So to answer the question, kinetic Nick from Enthusiacs. Yeah. So to answer the question, do I have the blood for this? No, I do not. 
I don't know what that means. I, yeah, while I would hate to underline and uh, sort of devalue a very serious story that Greg has been telling, yeah, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, beca- while yeah. trying to kind of picture this story in my head, uh, obviously yeah. I have no idea what Greg actually looks like, so I am literally just picturing Judge Greg, the, uh, Judge Dredd, the comic book character, in this scenario, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was that's that's where that comes from. So why don't you go ahead and take the other one? So yeah, our other question uh came from John and because obviously it was Oscar's uh weekend uh or Oscar's week I should say uh, in the last few days, he asked us what our film of twenty seventeen is. And I'm honestly not sure because I think I'm gonna run into this terrible trap of forgetting what films I've seen this year. So it's probably gonna be that kind of thing of I'll pick something and I'll not be entirely sure. Uh, Black Panther came out this year, so and I keep forgetting that it's 2018, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, what What did I see last year? Okay, definitely not Thor, not Guardians 2. I wasn't really... Yep, can't say that one. I enjoyed Kingsman, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. That was enjoyable. Not as good as the first one, but kind of they did the same thing again, which because I liked the style of that film and its tone, I didn't mind that. So that's probably that'll be my provisional choice until I randomly have a brainwave ten minutes later and I remember a film that I watched. Okay. So anyway, I uh, so I gave I, I'm going to give this some thought. I gave it some thought while you were talking. Um, I think probably my favorite film from 2017 that I saw, if you exclude if you exclude Justice League because that was just kind okay. of more of a niche movie for me and I can't actually call it a good movie. Um, and also a shout out for my other podcast, the Real Hero Talk podcast, was Logan. And I actually recorded uh, an episode yep. of the Real Hero Truck podcast with John Leola, asker of the question, uh, from the One Track Punk Show and One Track Gamers and New Dad, John Leola. He joined me for the Real Hero Talk on Logan, and so I recommend listening to that episode, and that's probably my favorite movie that came out in 2017. Also, because we didn't do it properly, shout out to Kinetic from Enthusiast.com, host of Behind the Line Radio. There we are. So we've given everyone shots that, that we feel we yeah. should have done. Uh, so yeah, I don't think... That, like obviously, it's difficult to say to move on to the next thing because we don't have a next thing because we don't have a script. <laughs> yeah. So Although uh, we, we stayed yeah. actually pretty close to the normal format, regardless. Yeah, I, that was almost kind of the thing I was a little bit worried about, that this episode wouldn't be that fundamentally different to most of our other ones because even though we have a script, it's kind of we've been doing this for so long that... We probably could do it without a script. It's only really the news section that hinges on a script. Yeah, and and we just kind of blew over that. But anyway, we'll see. This is an experiment. Yeah. We we it, we, yeah, we might yeah. just decide. You know what? Turns out we just go by the script with it, with or without it. So we'll just use a script next time. Yeah, yeah. A little peek behind the curtain. It does cut. It does reduce kind of the editing and production side of things because we're not having to. I'm not having to make uh, show notes and mm-hmm. things. So, being completely honest, it is quite nice that it that it cuts down yeah. the time it takes for us to actually get these episodes out. But um, this one may or may not <laughs> uh, may take me a while. But hopefully, you won't. Yeah, ever you won't that know why. I'll, edit, I'll edit it. You don't need yeah. to know our technical difficulties. No, that definitely were Greg's fault. <laughs> I'm I'm just going to go ahead and blame the transatlantic cables that are dealing with us yes. right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Like normally works flawlessly, but they've decided 2018 is not our year. Yeah, yeah. We normally don't have yeah. this issue. No, Although, not at all. To, to uh, be fair, to be fair, a little peek behind the curtain. We had this happen when we tried to record the Assassin's Creed Hero Talk. We did uh, quite a few times, but it edited nice and clean, so you didn't notice, yeah. listeners. But yeah, no, we I had the same yeah. issue, but. Yeah. Now, and the problem is that as obviously Greg was editing that hero talk, and I'll be editing this, you'll get a direct direct, direct comparison about how much of wor- how worse editing <laughs> I am than Greg. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. fortunately I've had the privilege of being really bad at this, so I have a lot of practice yeah. editing. <laughs> yeah. And then we also this is another peek behind the curtain because we're being random and off scripted, and we're telling you about the world of podcasting. Let's hope we don't have the problem we had trying to edit the last episode where I couldn't. Download your audio. Yeah, that was incredibly odd. I kept, kept sharing it, and you're like, it won't, it won't download. I'm like, what do you mean it won't download? I shared it with you. It won't download. 
Yeah, that is an issue that we've never had ever in the history of this podcast. We, that's always how we share our audio. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the way we managed to fix it was sharing it with another account that you've never, ever, ever used. Yep. So I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm, oh. I'm just going to give both accounts the, the access this time and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. Good plan. But yeah, so I, that probably wraps things up. I think up. so. I think um, we're... I think we're yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no script, so I don't know if yeah. there's anything left to talk about, but I, I think we're just left to the shout-outs and yeah. the goodbyes. Yeah, um, I will just say, obviously, we always kind of make this comment of, of when will you see us next. Um, as that I am in a very, very busy busy period in the coming weeks, um, so it probably would be... Well, I can't even say it would be like early summer, like June, because... I'm in the weird position of I don't even know where I'm going to physically be living at that kind of time. So <laughs> yeah. I cannot say when this podcast will be back. Yeah, you, you um, are in that point of time where I'm not even going to ask you if you want to record. I'm just waiting for you to hit me up because... Yeah, yeah. That, thanks for that. That's probably the way to do it. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you've got some stuff you got to get settled. Yeah, just just a bit. <laughs> but yeah, so and obviously just keep keeping on the Twitter accounts, both the podcast's account and, and mine and Greg's account, because we tend to kind of, we shout it out when we are actually recording, mm-hmm. so that'll give you the best indicator. So yeah, just remember that if you do want to follow the podcast's account, that's at GWBpod on Twitter. You can email us at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at another GMG blog. Uh, Greg, where can people find you? Right, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Judge Greg is Law. And if you're looking for some of my other work, including my other podcast, the Real Hero Talk podcast, check out enthusiacs.com or you hit us up on Twitter at enthusiacs. Yep, and just one last thing that I've just remembered. Uh, we are also part of the uh, Loosely Connected Network. A uh, load mm-hmm. of great podcasts on there, so I would recommend everyone on there. Fantastic people. Uh, we will link to all their stuff, and if you're already following them, you'll get links to all of our stuff. So yeah, definitely recommend those guys too. But for now, we will see you at some unknown point in the future. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>